Can we? Is anybody echoing? Can anybody hear an echo at any point? Am I echoing? I didn't hear echo at all last episode. Last episode no. we were good. A second yeah. ago we did, but it, Dodge sounds good now. Right, right. And then that, and then and then what that was was a bad batch joke. Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hollow Night Marauders podcast. I'm AJ, joined as always by Jamie. Matt's back from Pizza Land, his yep. vacation. My vacation, gone, over. And we're super pumped today to be joined by, I don't know if this is like our first multi-crossover podcasting thing, but we're joined once again by Dodge from the Lady Lorians. Hello Dodge, how's Hello. it going? Hello, good, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Hello. And... Once again, again, we're joined by Michael, aka Rex and Around, and we're so excited. How's it going, Michael? I am happy to be here. Good. Fantastic. We're happy to have you guys. This is this is very exciting. We the Bad Batch ended. We're all a bit emotional, so we're all coming together here today to to talk this, about that. So this was a totally. Um, we're like, oh, who should we ask to come on for our finale episode for the podcast? And we're like, oh, we should ask Dodge. Oh, we should ask Michael. And AJ's like, I'm gonna message both of them, both. and I'm like. <laughs> Okay. Just to sure. see what nice. shows up, and we both Just did. <laughs> I know. I. I. Uh, the original plan was to be like to ask each of you and not tell each either of you that you'd be on. <laughs> and then just you'd, you'd show up. I mean, guys. it would have been ruined in the pre-studio because we'd be like, "Oh, hey," but like, right. I don't know. But then <laughs> you guys had your meme thing of Michael scaring Dodge on the Rex and Around show. So then I was like, "Oh, this yeah. is the perfect time to reveal perfect. it." So. Perfect. Yep. But I'm glad. Uh, this is going to be chaotic. It, it really is. I know. I'm, I'm excited for it. <laughs> it already I has hope, been. I hope we go as off the rails as we can go. And uh, yeah. Yep. And it's begun. Already. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Um, oh, no. So yeah, we're, we're here to talk about episode 15, Return to Camino, and episode 16, Camino Lost. Very heartbreaking. And for that matter, the entire season of The Bad Batch since... Yeah. It's done. And I'm very yeah. sad. For now. <laughs> for now. Yeah. For now. Season one is done for now. And I don't think it's coming back. Season two, that's a different story. <laughs> Eventually. I mean, I don't, I don't know when that's coming. But I, uh, I clipped a Twitter video together last night. I don't know if you guys saw it. But uh, Dodge, like, low-key predicted what was going to happen with Crosshair in, in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I and forgot then, about that until I saw your video. And I was like, oh, I did I too. I, I, was right. going back, I was going back to look for what highlights. Was um, that um, crosshair, oh, crosshair would have his chip out and still be uh, bad, like the way he is. So yeah, I mean, as far he as we know, his chip is bad. The way the story told us. No, I don't nah, think it's out. I, I do. <laughs> Thanks, I, believe, let me, I believe it's out. Let me ride the high, Michael. <laughs> I think it's out. But I, think I don't think it's out. Can we do? The I hands? think it's Can like defective. I'm very confused. Who thinks that his chip is out? Dodge. Okay, Matt. We lose. I don't, though. Gosh, didn't you just tweet? I think it's... <laughs> what are you talking sides. about? I didn't just did. tweet it. No, this is this the... is my opinion. Well, your opinion. So, what? She, she predicted that she thinks that it's going to be out. That was the thing. But well, it wasn't, now, that was my that prediction. Right, but now actually thinking about it after seeing it, you feel right. that the chip is still in, right? That's what I feel at. like it's still in, but it's defective. That it's like he, 
it's like in and out like because i like he yeah, I, don't know, like, I don't know how to explain so, it so you're meeting like, in the middle yeah then there's the in and outs i feel like crosshair has like the angel and devil on his shoulders right now and like he like goes to the devil and he's like i'm for the empire but then he's like okay but i'm not fully for them so i'm gonna go shoot the rest of my team to save the bad batch type thing i don't know that's how i feel like he's just like Gosh, I just I he he he's never missed a shot, and yet he's missed every shot he's ever taken to the Bad Batch. So to me, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, nah, this is this is him fighting against it, and and it only showed it more in that he saved Az. Not to jump ahead, uh, but mm-hmm. I, I just I'm like, that is not a that is not a man uh, in full control because he will flip so much back and forth. But see, I yeah. think I, I think his missing the Bad Batch, like sparing them, was so that he could get them to join him. I think mm-hmm. the you know the constant yeah. you know oops I missed oh they got away you know oh they survived is so that he could capture them and bring them to him and have him have them all join him, as opposed to you know. That's what his plan was, him. but yeah. I mean, like I still think the chip is in his head though. Like I think that like development wise, like character wise, like it would be like kind of cool i guess if like it was out and he's like yeah i still actually am just like a, an asshole but like um <laughs> the need i I'd, I'd like to believe that it is the chip though and that they've done so many enhancements like to it and they, they've just like beamed the whatever into his head that like the empire is like yeah we took it out but they actually didn't and they're just lying yeah. to him i think that that would be like well, a stronger bit to it also crosshair had that line that said uh hunter you always take things so personally and right is that is that what he said yeah Yeah. 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 so i've been kind of fixated on that line and what that means because i knew i tweeted i tweeted a theory before the episode that was uh that was what was it it was like uh crosshair doesn't want to hurt hunter physically he he wants to hurt him emotionally and so the chip is still in but he knows that that would hurt hunter more to be like no the chip is out and i think that just goes into every decision he makes every everything he does is is literally just to hurt their feelings because they hurt him i think he's just yeah. catty and manipulative yeah mm-hmm. yeah i i agree i mean like tech straight up says that to him like as well mm-hmm. like that's that's <laughs> the chips make you a manipulative jerk so yeah what are, like what are those experiments they were doing or not experiments but just like um when they were doing this stuff, I think Jamie, you mentioned it way back when in like episode three or four or whatever. What were they doing to Crosshair? They, they were, were just, just like cranking it up to eleven. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> what, cranking the chip up to eleven. The chip. And then yeah, they took okay. it out at some point, and that that's that's what I maybe think. okay. Or they they took it out and told him they took it out. Yeah, and I he think doesn't this is getting a little too complicated though. I think it is. <laughs> we're looking says, too far into this. You know, I had Probably. my chip taken out. I think that's supposed to be like the big twist that we're supposed to take at face value. Like, oh wow. Yeah, but he know. knew that that would hurt. Hunter more to say I, I I had my chip taken out. He just wants to hurt Hunter's feelings. I like yeah. that so idea. It plays a lot. into the other thing he said, where he's like, you "Take things so personally." He knows, so he has his chip in, but he's like, "No, this is going to hurt them more." Yeah. Did you just change your name? Sorry, this is out of context. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, well. That's good. Stand on brand. But, but like, I feel like the same thing, like, that's the reason why I'm like, I feel like the chip, he still has the chip, but it's defective because like, if he had the chip, he wouldn't be able to kill his like team 
to save the Bad Batch. Like that wouldn't happen. Yeah. That wouldn't be right. for the Empire. Right. So I'm like, it's like this in between that like it. I feel like he has the chip in him and like realistically he wants to be for the empire but he doesn't want to do it in the way that they want him to do so it's like defective in that way to play devil's advocate there he already did kill a member of his team while the chip was implanted in him right right that was in because but that was because he was rebelling that guy was rebelling against orders true that that guy was like no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna follow orders but so it's, it's kind of a different could you maybe argue he killed that, these guys in rebellion? Well, he killed these guys because he wanted to replace them with the Bad Batch. Yeah, which yeah, could the, be argued that it's that's in service of the Empire, killing the weak, but it, you know, culling the weak to get the strong. But like his yeah. team was like the strongest, so why take down number two? Like in number three, why wouldn't you just keep both like, of them? Yeah, yeah he's petty. Sucks the whole time though. His little elite squad yeah, clones, they they kind of just. I mean, they're like a bunch of nerfed death troopers. I don't, I don't like what. What's another trooper variant? Uh, uh, the the Sith troopers from uh, Rise of Skywalker. They look really cool, but they don't end up really doing much. Yeah, yeah. You know? really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. We um. Oh no. Like <laughs> We're throwing off episode, some troopers. Thanks so much for. Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a show. Um, is, I, I, we kind of did just jump to the end, but I, I know you guys are also going to want to talk about that clone that reported the Camino thought yeah. and the emotion there. Jam, I'd love to hear your take on that. I don't know yeah, if I'm going so, order. Yeah, we're way out of order. We're technically supposed to do episodes 15 and 16 here. We just jumped right to the end of like 16. That's fine. We'll try to bring 15. There are, there are no rules. Um, so the whole point <laughs> of what am I trying to say? Uh, the clone the that clone. was uh, blowing Which up Camino. The- ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the one that like reports to Rampart, because uh, Rampart's like, oh, report. Rampart is the worst, by the way. Like, yeah, I don't like really, him. I don't hate dang. him. He just exists. I don't care, I don't care about him. Like, he's, yeah. he's too vanilla. Um, I mean, he better he better get better in, in season two. I think he will. I hope he just does. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> season two starts with Truthfully. Rampart's funeral. <laughs> Just he died off. You think it starts with that one clone who reported that Camino has been destroyed or Tvoka City has been destroyed, and it, it's him executing Rampart. That's how it starts. <laughs> um, um, but no, like that, that, that one clone though. He could be a fulcrum. Do you think that Ooh. Rampart might mm-hmm. might because the last time they did this was Callus, and I'm not saying they're yeah. just gonna copy and paste, but yeah, the idea of the, this leadership in this new era of the Empire. And they're ruthless and then they start to kind of wake up because that guy's on a ship with a bunch of clones and those clones are gonna mm-hmm. be i mean we already know like the clone rebellion's coming that i think that first clone was a sign of that yeah it, it's interesting that rampart's staff is all clones like that was uh, one of the most interesting bits of me of when tarkin gives the order you might fire at will and whatnot which was which was fun just like slide that in there um, yeah. but the 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 officers all have the open circle fleet logo and it's just like oh wait a second like these guys have like seen a lot and then then you realize also that they are still the clones and it's like hmm cool but then like you get in the last episode of just the one clone heartbreakingly telling rampart that focus city has been destroyed and and you can tell that like he's like he's questioning it he's just like what are we doing? You you literally right. destroyed my world. And it's just like, it goes back to in other bits of Star Wars, the Empire or the First Order, eventually, they all 
destroy worlds, which is why people end up rebelling. So like, that's like Cassian's backstory. That's Rose's backstory. And like, it's like countless others. And the clones are starting to see this firsthand now with the destruction of Kamino and Tepoca City. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was good. I yeah, like that. That was, really <laughs> that was deep. I've been thinking about it. Yeah. Hey. I, I said a while ago, and I think it was on the last episode we did with Michael or the one before the first one. I said that the Kaminoans would be the first imperial genocide, which is kind of wrong because I guess, you know, you could count the, the purge, the Jedi purge as the first imperial genocide. Um, but, you know, there, there was a distinct lack of Kaminoans after the prequel era that needed to be accounted mm -hmm. for. And I honestly think. Like, Nala Se is one of the last. Yeah. She did yeah. not look thrilled at the end of episode 16. No. We don't necessarily know what they did with all of them because they said all well, didn't, um, mandatory didn't they, personnel. Yeah, well, and then they say, like, at one point, didn't AZ say something like everybody else, although all the ones who weren't necessary were disposed of? Like, but did, it, they were in Nala Se's chamber. Didn't he allude to something like that? Yeah, I something along so. the lines of that. Um, I don't I don't know he if he was the only one, but he he was referring to droids at least because the AZ mm -hmm. hit because he was going to get decommissioned, which is adorable. Um, which is but, funny because he had, he seemed to have like no problem being decommissioned earlier, <laughs> like in the in the Clone Wars mm -hmm. arc. He's like, yeah, whatever. And, yeah, right. I'm about to get decommissioned, and Character you're going to be a janitor. AZ so has learned like, self-preservation, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is dangerous. I'm oh so glad AZ survives. Me but. too. Like, um, to to go off topic for a sec, like I love that it's pretty much, you know, insinuated that he's going to be the Bad Batch's droid. Second droid. Excuse me. Second droid. Second droid. <laughs> second droid. I'm but, excited. Yeah. That's how season two is going to open. It's going to be Gonky giving AZ a little, like, jump start, and they're going to be like... Dur, dur, dur. Well, yeah, I mean, Gonky can be the R2 to AZ's C-3PO. There you go. So we can have okay. these two. Done. Wow. Perfect. The same way, you know. Does this mean we're going to get droid-centered episodes that are just... Uh, amazing groceries <laughs> for the Bad Batch. Yes. It's like Chopper Nieber, finding his leg. Nieber Gascon <laughs> donkey the whole time. Oh, and they're ready to go Gascon. on more adventures. I, uh, I like how AZ is pretty much like the last piece of Camino, and he's like with the Batch. Yeah. I know the clones are pieces of Camino too and whatnot, but uh, I feel like that's pretty yeah. symbolic. Yeah. You're I mean, right. I also, yeah. I also yeah. thought it would have been, it would have been heartbreaking, but great if AZ just died saving oh, yeah. Camino and just mm -hmm. drifted into the back to the the wreckage like that would have been really cool but I'm glad he lived it's Star Wars we want to be a little I bit happy them, so. them killing the city is like the death that we were all worried about everybody's worried about, like who's mm -hmm. gonna die in the Bad Batch we didn't think it was yeah. gonna be the city yeah mm -hmm. that's it's, a good way to put it uh, Topoka City is like as big of a character as like the Millennium Falcon like when you think about it it has because, its own like, thing yeah. yeah yeah like it, it it is just so important to millions and millions of the clones, obviously, and the entire galaxy. And, and it, it definitely is like what that major death would have been. And like a season finale doesn't necessarily need a major death in order to like mm -hmm. advance the plot. Like I sometimes killing off characters is just so lazy. Like don't give them trauma. Like you don't need to do that. Right. Especially but, this early on. I mean, it's just, just season destroying one, so. a city though like that. Like that, that's pretty major. That's enough trauma in which there's loss, but it's not necessarily like loss of someone that they love, but it is just like mm -hmm. their home and it is enough of a driver. And this was like, I'm happy that they did it. I am very, with a very heavy heart, ha sad they did it, but I'm happy that they did it. This mm -hmm. like imperial destruction of a city or, you know, Obviously, they didn't blow up the planet, but of of something 
It's probably the most heartbreaking one because Alderaan blows up. We didn't know anything. We've never really been there. We don't know anything about it. Uh, Kajimi blows up in Rise of Skywalker. Like we were there for five minutes. It was cool, but we didn't have any feel attachment there. Yeah. Uh, Jetta, Jetta is. We get the background of Jetta, but it's all really quick. We've been with Camino since two thousand two. Yeah, oh, you know, we've, and whatnot. We've had so. Camino for almost twenty years. Yeah, and and like a whole history and stories told there, and you know, it's all gone. So it's, it's I, absolutely, uh, it's absolutely a character uh, death to off Michael. On that note, I, I I saw a theory the other day that, or not a theory, but not a complaint, a point that somebody made that was that was basically saying, um, if Alderaan was Naboo, we would have felt much more strongly about it and i feel like yeah. camino gave us that sort of like idea i don't think we've ever been attached to a planet and it was kind of a in my opinion a small misstep to not just say naboo is alderaan you know not just base yeah. episode mm, yeah. one on alderaan and so um yeah i think this is the first time we got to see what that would have felt like which that would cool. that yeah. actually would have been a really cool idea because then you'd have luke's mom from alderaan and luke's dad from tatooine you know the two, yeah. you know, major planets yeah, in, in the first movie. Oh yeah, hmm. it's they, like the people probably... arguing that Hosnian Prime should have been Coruscant, mm. right? You have, you know, you mm. that's another one. Like Hosnian Prime, like seems cool, but we didn't know anything about it when they blew it up. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Oh gosh, that that would have just changed like the, the whole vibe of things. So I'm I'm fixated on this now. But like, if if you because like we know obviously because the way that the movies are released. Um, everything that happens to Alderaan, but like going back into it, like imagine going to see the Phantom Menace for the first time and it's just like Alderaan and it's like, oh no. I know what it's happens like, to you, this. You know it's going to happen. Sometimes that's knowing true. it's going to happen is much worse than like just getting surprised by it. Um, and I think that's why like the destruction of Kimino was so impactful because we had no idea it was going to happen. Um, and, and yeah, it was just so unique. Yeah, we were guessing, you know, oh, there's going to be like a clone rebellion on Camino, you know, just like mm -hmm. in, in Legends. Look, but, they could still go back and like dig through the wreckage. There you go. An underwater <laughs> clone rebellion. Plus, I got it. We got to throw it out there that the whole the the Sidon Ithano comic, uh, Kix gets his Phase One armor from Camino, so they go well, back. Well, that's well, what that's he, the thought. Yeah, this is not been, like, hasn't been written yet. This is, like recent, but like but, that's the thought. That's how he gets his phase they, one armor. They, is they go back and they're pirates that they scavenge in Camino. So it's just like, hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, I think there's, you there's assume, opportunity. You assume huge chunks of wreckage are going to float to the surface at some right. point. So maybe there's yeah. like little floating cities of. Yeah. It could be there. Just hmm. be careful of those like giant whales that appear for like two minutes. Yeah. And then and then just like peace out. Just like a yeah. yeah. But I guess let's get back to like the story. <laughs> hey, hey, both both episodes are named after Camino, so it was good we talked about Camino for a bit here. Yeah. Um, but mm -hmm. first off, I have a uh, what are these called? A been there Batu mug. Am I allowed to have mm -hmm. this if I haven't been there? No. Um, I, I need to make some calls and figure. That <laughs> okay, out. okay. I gotta, I gotta go run away. So. This is yeah. literally the only mug that like we could have physically been there and we haven't been there. Right. It's like they make like Endor yeah. Tatooine and mm -hmm. like hop and like it's yeah. next May. Sad. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> You'll make it. You'll make it. Anywho. Um, Camino. Yeah, that was not clones. back on Bad Batch. Yeah, right. That was, right. That was further <laughs> away from Bad No, it, I, I, I didn't do a good job there, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> We, you know, we, 
Hunter is captured <laughs> to transition back here uh, at the end of episode 14. And, you know, he has the moment with Crosshair, which we've talked about. Um, and how cool was it just seeing the batch and, you know, included in the batch Crosshair uh, fight those droids again? And it, it was a complete parallel from episode one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I said, I think it was in one of our Bad Batch live episodes that that, you know, the music swelling and the five of them was, taking on the droids is my favorite moment in the season. That yeah, was, was fun. Yeah. Perfect. And that's where, like, Dodge, I had... What do, you, what do you think about that, Dodge? Dodge hasn't said that. About that. I'm it. sorry. I just, oh, I love hearing you guys talk. No, it's good. But, <laughs> yeah, add to it too. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like... Here's the thing about two-part finales. I have... The theory, two-part finales, in my experience, the first one is always the more intense one. Um, and I kind of knew that. And so I, here's the thing. When I saw the droids come out, I was like, okay, this is going to be epic because we're going to find out real fast about Crosshair's, like, true intentions in this. Like, even though he killed the other guys, like, what is he really trying to do here? Like, what what does he think's gonna, what does he think going to happen? And um, the whole part where jumping again, like, this, the whole scene, like, that kind of just, like, started the like okay what's next for crosshair what is he gonna do next in this situation like what it it was just like the suspense this whole time and i feel like the droid part was kind of like omega wasn't there really and it was kind of like seeing like how they still have history with each other in fighting and you have this hope that maybe okay they're gonna come back together and this is the battle that brings them back together and they're like oh brothers forever and all this stuff but you know it showed that there was like there was still this tension between them and it just felt like really weird that like even though that they were fighting the same like it wasn't the same and I think that's when I realized that Crosshair like is never gonna come back to the Bad Batch like as much as we want to have it I really don't think he ever will no never never. yeah I like think it's just like I'm sorry, but it's true. I believe I will stand by that because I think it's kind of this like, I think with Star Wars, we need to be okay with letting people go. And I think Crosshairs will be a good person to let go eventually. I think I'm hoping one day he turns good, but I still think it's, you know, I think we need to learn how to let go of characters and let them go on their own path for a little bit and not be like, take them back, you know? That's- yeah. That's one of the biggest themes of Star Wars is is being able to let go. That's that's very and good. And also yeah. family Actually, though, which that. goes directly against that. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Right. More like that he's part of their family in Star Wars. Like family is like one of the biggest things is that at the end they're always reunited. So it would be interesting. Are they going to just kind of pivot and change the normal way of storytelling for mm-hmm. something that's perhaps more compelling, like Dodge said? Because that would be more compelling. I wouldn't like it more. But it, it would yeah. be more mm-hmm. compelling for sure. Well, also like crosshair stands scare me, and they all—they're <laughs> always like, like literally they do because they're just all like they're super protective over yeah. him, which honestly so. But like, like when I was on Twitter and I was seeing everyone talk about like when they were always like criticizing Hunter for not asking him one more time to come back with them, and they're like, why didn't you, Hunter? Why didn't you ask one more time for Crosshair to join the team again? And I'm like. 
cross it like hunter asked him plenty of times and people need to respect the decision of crosshair of saying no and like even if he is under the chip and like the chip is making him like say no like that's still his decision and like there's still hope in him but we have to be okay with letting characters go because we're just not used to that like with cameos and different shows and stuff like that we're not good at saying goodbye basically so it'd be interesting in season two to see crosshair kind of in his own you know wherever he ends up just his own thing and then hopefully we see them together and stuff but i i do hope that he doesn't come back to the bad batch because i think it'll be sentimental if that makes sense of like what was i i like that it's outside the box but um, well, and I could see a world where maybe he becomes more of like a bounty hunter character. And so mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily, because the dude's got to get his chip out. Because I, you know, even if he gets his chip out, if it's not out, and he decides to not go back to the Bad Batch, then that feels like resolution to me. But as long as he has his chip in, I don't feel like his actions are his own. So if he gets mm-hmm. his chip out and decides like, hey, I, I don't want to go the path you guys have gone. Like, I'm going to go this path. I kind of like that because now they're sort of there's that Star Wars frenemies like that Obi Wan mm-hmm. and um, and Asajj Ventress sort of relationship of like we're gonna try to, to to fight each other but not kill each other and we're on different paths but sometimes we'll align and I think that's really interesting. You have like Seduce a very dark other, yeah. version of the Bad Batch in Crosshair and then you have the light version and we could get them teaming up in future content for specialized missions that call for it that they don't normally associate i would like i would be i would i would think that would be cool mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i could yeah. see like you know if i like i like the theory of crosshair becoming a bounty hunter as well because i don't think he'll go back to the empire i don't think they would right. really take him back or want to take him back and i don't think he was betrayed by them so Rambert i could see maybe just let him die with the rest of the squad so like Rambert yeah think that yeah. he's done with crosshair them. betrayed the empire by executing the his entire squad and then teaming up because mm-hmm. that's what that one trooper like sees and so mm-hmm. like according to the empire crosshair has like already like defected mm-hmm. so did that I, I one know, trooper, like, what did the one trooper see i don't he had already left so he yeah didn't so see they didn't see everything though. so the one trooper that was like tracking omega um they came back into the room and um all of the elite squad were down and crosshair was fighting right. the droids with the batch right. and so based on someone walking into the room um like right. short trooper yeah, with yeah, trey yeah. just like observing just uh <laughs> this person killed everyone and i need to leave and so that's why they left and so based on that account yeah yeah yeah. I don't think yeah. he's, I, based on that alone, I don't think the Empire will be very kind and like welcoming him back if they even did. So whoever like, even... recovers him, I think he might be like locked up for a little bit because they'll be like, well, this is what you did um, and we don't trust you. So who would who would go back to Camino or who would go to Camino? Like, who do we think Crosshair could be picked up by? Like, he doesn't have a comm link or anything to contact anyone. I don't think. So he's kind of just in a castaway situation. Yeah, I guess I feel like whenever you leave a character behind, it's implied that they always have some kind of communications device to contact, you know, the Empire or whatever. I mean, he took his gun. I mean, he took his uh, yeah, sniper rifle. Yeah, like steals his gun. Like, like oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have his helmet anymore either. Huh? I, I was gonna say, right. Michael, you you made the beautiful uh, crosshair helmet. Thank you. And now it's just, just at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Wild idea. Since Crosser doesn't have his helmet anymore, what if, um, and if the Empire does take him back, what if we start seeing uh, Death Trooper helmets in the next season? Yeah. It seems like cool. correct I mean, evolution. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because, like, it's like, oh, it's gone. Here's a new one. And it's just like, I wish I could have What do we think good. of the TK armor? I mean, uh, I'd like to get our, our takes on that. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. I, I love that uh, phase one stormtrooper armor, as it were. Yeah. Just when we thought there was original stormtrooper armor, there's now oh. other oh. original stormtrooper oh. armor. Mm hmm. But uh, it was cool I, to see, and they used the Macquarie concept art again, which is always fun. And which um, makes sense. Like I would have liked to see the Battlefront Phase Three with the Stormtrooper eyes, the Stormtrooper abdomen, yeah. some of the armor pieces. I would have really liked to see that, um, just because I think that armor is like really beautiful and well done. But again, it makes sense for Star Wars because the concept art comes before the final product. So if you're going to go back and say, well, what's the final product and what's concept art? It just, it does make more sense that way. But mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen the battle, the battlefront phase three clones that they're, I think it's battlefront, right? Or is it force unleashed? It's one it of the two. Maybe force unleashed. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? They, um, uh, haunted, the artist haunted does a ton. If you type in yeah. phase three clones, you'll see a ton of his art of phase three clones on Google. And um, they're really like elegant in a cool mix of OT and prequel, but mm -hmm. the Macquarie concept does make more sense in the legacy of Star Wars. And I always- They just look too nice. Yeah. yeah. It makes me sad. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then obviously it was it was amazing to see the uh, the commandos in, in this series and the light up visors and all that is always fun to see. And at the end of the show, uh, the post-credit, not post-credit scene, but I kind of call it that, the post-show scene. Uh, it was the final we, scene of this season. It wasn't post. It was just... It well, was it's kind of like a... You got me worried. I was like, did I miss <laughs> something? Did I miss something? <laughs> it's just the weird way. It's not. It was just the final scene. <laughs> right. We see that planet with those cool mountain bases, and uh, there's a ton of... It's all commandos there, right? There wasn't a once TK or clone. I think it was right. all commandos. Um, yeah, escorting Malise like off. Yeah. Were they gray? Did they have like gray stripes? Yeah, a couple yeah, of them. Yeah, they did, yeah. Cool. And I, know, obviously I was, with, <laughs> I was just the... very distracted by the, the scientist, so the Imperial Cloner scientist with the same outfit as Dr. Pershing. Um, yeah. Because she has, like, she has like a tech visor and the worst fringe haircut I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. um, and you I don't know style. You don't know I style. could not like look past it. Like I barely absorbed the rest of the scene. Like I literally didn't know there was like, commandos. Like, <laughs> All commandos in the scene because all I could think of was this like poor girl's haircut because I was just like, what's going on? Here? It's got to match know. the goggles I, with the. It's like I, have lore, right away. I have a lore question for you guys because you guys are like the lore oh, experts. Uh, Mount Tantus, um, are you familiar at all? Because I just learned about it yesterday, so I'm interested I, to know. If we learned about it familiar. Friday, technically, from an outside yes, source. Okay, okay. So but I, I'm not. I'm not that familiar yeah, with it now. I can just read the description right here for yeah. everybody who isn't. Um, Mount Tantus was a mountain on the planet of Wayland that housed the Emperor, housed one of Emperor Palpatine's secret storehouses. Um, and then the quote is: "The Emperor had a private storehouse. It was where he kept all of his private mementos and souvenirs and odd bits of technology he thought might be useful someday. One of the artificial caverns held a complete cloning facility." Souvenirs. Is that what this mount is? Are they bringing it? It, in it has cannon? to be, right? Could be. I mean, that, that description just feels like one of Palpatine's observatories. You know, right. in, in canon, he builds the observatories on the fringe outer rim, you know, looking into the unknown regions. And that's where he keeps all his, you know, souvenirs and mementos <laughs> and other odds and ends. So, yeah, that could be, that could definitely be tied to that for sure. There's because... a really cool graph. 
Maybe I'll send it to you guys. There's like literally a graph of the schematics oh of the mountain, which Ooh, is super cool. Yeah, I gotta get that. Star Wars That's really cards, cool. Man. Sorry, this is kind of off topic. But okay. when <laughs> I when I first saw it, when when they took Nalise into the mountain, I was like, oh, okay, I think she's like a good guy, but she's a bad guy. So like she's gonna do something like the chip inside the clones. And then I'm like completely forgetting about like Rise of Skywalker and all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like just like, oh yeah, this is all coming together. But I don't know. I had hope and then it's I'm, all like, good though. Okay, I mean, like I, I feel like this is gonna become a like Galen Erso type situation in which like they were a scientist uh, very revered in their own fields and then the Empire realized what they could do and they're like all right well you're gonna do what you were doing but do it for us and you're gonna do it like this um and then they're gonna realize okay I need to like build like my exit strategy um and so Galen Erso mm-hmm. obviously builds the defect in the Death Star and so something I think that that's what Nalise is going to try to do because she she is so nervous like walking into like that facility and like she knows everything that she knows from the past was gone um just like what happened with galen because Mm -hmm. he was ripped away from his family in order to do the work he just wanted to study his crystals man he didn't like want to build a death star like that's all (laughs) um rogue one catalyst is a really good book by the way like i'm not like a big rogue one fan like we all know this but like rogue one catalyst is a really actually really good book um about like galen and krennic's politics on the side so i mean like nalase i think is gonna do something really similar yeah i I like that you can't really build like an exit strategy for a clone but like i um yeah i know Corey would uh hate me for saying this but i felt bad for nala say like i I agree she looks sad i mean i don't maybe i shouldn't feel bad because she's kind of yeah and then i mean guys do we see grogu in this mountain like is he is he there? Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. Well, okay, so he I was hope so. taken from the temple, and by, uh, by was it by a Jedi? So like I I don't do I we don't know that? Think doesn't she say like he was Ahsoka. rescued from the temple? I think he just yeah it says he was rescued from the but, temple would imply that he was not like captured and brought from the yeah. and, and have the Empire had him in their control pre-Mandalorian because when we find baby Yoda they're trying to get him yeah and they're they're really desperate for some baby blood which means they don't have any baby blood which as much as I'd love to see that I I don't think Grogu is is there yet I don't think he will be there and I Mm -hmm. think that was the whole point was they were trying to track him down the fact that that what's also interesting is there's no mention of that mountain so I don't think that mountain survives or the cloning facility there survives because they Mm -hmm. tend to go pretty scattered with it especially after the fall of the empire so something Mm -hmm. something definitely happens and i wonder if like we're going to get to see that in season two i wonder if that mountain is going to be kind of the main meeting point for the biggest plot points in season two now knowing star wars they could never mention it again and that's just what we have to deal with but it would be cool to to make that that mountain a new character that becomes the new camino but in a more sinister way yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I really like that, actually. Uh, especially because they took the time to like make it really cool and like build like really cool area. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. The collector in me wants to see all of those collection rooms. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I love how like the description of, of of what you shared was like their souvenirs. Like all I'm picturing is like Palpatine collecting like the Starbucks like mugs from like across the galaxy. Has he been, been there? Yeah. So you brought it to circle, Jamie. It wasn't a waste. I mean, <laughs> in, in Shattered Empire, it's revealed that he like collected the trees 
from the Jedi Temple. And I always found that really funny. Like they have like these trees in like these force fields and they're like You remember that tree? Nobody can I have want these it. trees. Okay. He's a fan. Brings it. Yeah, he's a big fan. Palpatine's um, a big nature guy. Didn't yeah. know this. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um Wow, I, I love this knowledge now. I, I've been really focused on the mountain since since figuring out what that was. Um, it sounded like a TikTok. Um, I wonder <laughs> if we saw the same same TikTok. It's but um, uh, they, it's like now I'm kind of like really obsessed with it in a way that I I want it to become a huge part and and I'm trying to keep my expectations settled. But they made that mountain look too cool and yeah, in, in my defense, mm-hmm. they did. I wonder if Nala say like blows up the mountain and that's why they like Ooh. have to start up, up yeah. again. It's gonna Grogu. literally Galen Urso it. She's gonna build yeah. make, talk to the engineers and be like, hey, can you like yeah. make this like little like a uh, half meter <laughs> wide exhaust port and we're gonna Yeah. Cause I mean we're like quite some time from like the Grogu time. So yeah. I mean yeah. if they had that much time on their hands, I feel like they could figure this out by now. So part of me thinks that like it all gets destroyed and then they have to start up again. Do you think could like, there could be like an episode in Bad Batch where the Bad Batch have to protect like a Jedi baby or something from these people trying to collect them? Jedi babies are everywhere these days. They are. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Those Jedi babies. I they just know. venture real close into just copy and pasting the Mando. So I wonder. Yeah. That's true. They just keep taking on kids. I, I um, hope that they don't, honestly. I, I love that the Bad is, Batch didn't really focus on like the Jedi like at all. It was yeah. it was just yeah. the clones and and that's it. We almost and, got like, through the entirety of season one without a lightsaber being ignited. They literally had a lightsaber mm-hmm. in the first episode, Matt. That, sorry, that's what I meant. That one is the only time a lightsaber is ignited in, in the entirety yeah. of season one. Like um, yeah, aside <laughs> from Order Sixty Six, when we would expect to see Jedi, um, happens but then like we don't see them at all the entire series in that season so far and i think that that was like really important that like it wasn't a jedi centered show mm-hmm. that's a lot for me to say because i love the jedi but i actually like the clones a lot more than the jedi so mm-hmm. yeah that's fair and out of season two is on that note is that what you would rather see would you rather see more of the strings of the sequel trilogy tying together or would you rather see clone troopers becoming soldiers once again and you know rex kind of assembling this this squad or or division of clone troopers that have fallen away from the empire like what direction do you want to go do you want to go clone heavy or do you want to go kind of like force users heavy so i think that there's room for both but let me explain (laughs) um so i think that like the, the main plot of it should be um clone rebellion and rex building up the crew working with the batch and like finding everyone else working with gregor finding wolf and like making sure like that is all tied up so that way it'll eventually tie into how rex ends up um with everyone in rebels but then at the same time we we can have this side story of what nala say is doing and then somehow i feel like crosshair will get involved with whatever that is if he ends up working for the empire or freelancing in some way um i don't think it'll necessarily involve force users just yet I think that it'll just be more, all right, we want you to ramp up cloning again, but we want you to try different things. Um, I don't know. And maybe Crosshair will start like bounty hunting like Jedi kids and working with Inquisitors. And I hope that doesn't happen, but maybe it will. So it's kind of like, it's like what Mando seems to do. Like it has its own story plot and it's kind of sprinkled in lore that might connect to the sequels. I mean, I know we still don't have concrete evidence on whatever that was in that facility on, uh, uh what you call it on navarro but 
I don't know. I, I definitely want to see it follow the, to go off what Jamie said, I want to see it follow Rex's rebellion. Yeah. If for, I, if I had my way, I would prefer that over the sequel trilogy connections, which is mm -hmm. a big thing for me to say. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm all for the sequel trilogy connections, but yeah, definitely. I love the idea that the clones will eventually rebel. And I do feel like it's going to be like a majority of clones. I think they've, they're kind of setting up the clones to be like these incredibly weary people who just don't want to be involved in this anymore, even though their mm -hmm. chips are like pushing them towards it. And I think it's going to be a majority of the clones, if not practically all of them that, you know, perform this uprising and get wiped out. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. season two is going well, to start with the Hauser breaking out of prison. First of all. Oh yeah. Miss him. Him. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Miss that man. And I can't imagine, sorry, Dodge, just on that last note, I can't imagine that they work with the actual rebellion because I think we would have heard of that. Right, 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 right. The Clone Wars was such a myth to people in the rebellion. It was a myth to Luke. And so I feel like there's going to be no crossover, which makes me even more sad. Sorry, Dodge, go for it. No, yeah, like I was thinking, I don't know. I have this love-hate relationship with this right now because I would love to see more sequel, like, because obviously we have a lot of questions about the sequels, but also the clones itself, like for people who have only seen the movies, like the clones aren't like a big part of the movies or the prequels, you know? And that's why the Clone Wars was so special to us because we like get to like meet put like a name to these characters and stuff and i think it would just kind of be super sentimental if the clones you know whatever they did they did a rebellion or whatever and they go though they go out big basically and it yeah. kind of just puts it all together like we have no idea how much these clones like influenced everything that has happened in the past and i think it would be really cool to see a rebellion but yeah, I don't I don't know if they're going to do that. I mean, I feel like they're kind of like trying their best to put whatever they can to make the sequels uh, trilogy, like kind of be more involved with these shows. And so I don't know. I mean, but who knows? We could have like seven seasons of this. We don't yeah. know. So be it's, up for that. yeah. So <laughs> honestly, I would love to see the clone rebellion, but I li we don't we don't know what's gonna happen next. There's so many options that they can go. How much of a role do we think like Rex will play in this show going forward? Like obviously, I I don't know. It, it's the Bad Batch, and we obviously want it to follow mm -hmm. them. But like, what do you guys think about that? I think he's gonna four play episode a big arc. role. Four episode arc. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I think he's gonna be I'm down to in the show. I think he's gonna be my maybe a regular. I could, I, I could probably he, see that. A, a reg? Mm. A reg? No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if he's gonna be like the Ahsoka of the Rebels to the Bad Batch in terms of like how much he influences them. Because I feel like, I mean, I love Re Rex. Yeah, I want him is. on all the time. Right. But like, I I feel like this would make me love Rex even more. So I want him on. <laughs> Just but you know, love him enough. It can it can happen more. Yeah. Um, I feel like he like already is though. Like the last time that we see him in this season is he's he reaches out to the batch literally like I need you guys like right now to do this thing and to go rescue Gregor. Mm -hmm. And um, that's kind of like along lines of like what Ahsoka would do as Fulcrum is she would just feed information and be like, hey, there's this thing, do it. Mm -hmm. Or that's I'll relay the information. Be, yeah. And um, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't want to ask like, questions, but... Oh, AJ, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. scared. I was just going to finish that by saying, I mean, it is the Filoni connected tissue trilogy of animation here. I don't know, whatever. Matt, you call it like the no, Filoni trilogy? 
So yeah, connected it is. tissue of, of information. <laughs> I yeah. like that's a good term. I like that term. So Rex, that term a lot. Rex plays a big part in each of these series. You know, um, Clone Wars, yeah. obviously, Bad Batch, and then Rebels. So I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your bad thing you're gonna say, Jamie? Oh, it's not bad. Bad. I don't want to no. be the person to ask it, but I'll ask it. Do we think we're gonna see Ahsoka? Yeah. Eventually, Probably. yeah. I don't want to see Ahsoka in the show, though. <laughs> I love Ahsoka. I love her, but like, right. I don't think she needs to be in it. Yeah. Well, I how does that I think that? Do you think Ahsoka and Rex have parted ways? I, I mean, she so. has her droid at one point, or or no, the girls, uh, the girls do. So are yeah. the girls with Ahsoka, uh, the Martez Maybe. sisters, are they with Ahsoka? And Rex is with uh, a miniature rebellion. Like, what's what is that? That could like? be possible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I see think that. if they were to show her at all, it would be how they parted ways. Because I think that that needs to be like established of, yes, mm -hmm. they, they parted ways like after the events of the Siege of Mandalore. Um, because not because of like the book, but just like in general, like I, I feel like it needs to be said that they parted ways. Because like we've talked about before, like how long of a timeline the Bad Batch has been so far. And like we're thinking it's somewhere around like six months, I think ish. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like at that point in time, like we obviously don't know what Rex has been doing the entire time. And, but he's, he's been by himself from everything mm -hmm. that we've seen. And if we haven't seen her already, I feel like we're not going to, um, and they, they did, they probably did already part ways and she's doing her own thing. And I think that it would make more sense for her to stay in contact with the Martez sisters who are just civilians versus still like staying in touch with Rex, which is a risk of, you know, an ex Jedi and a clone still talking to each other. Um, is, that's a different. Does aside. she go? Does she go to? Does she go down the road of finding Jedi? Does she? Does she find Kenobi? Like, what do you do? You think that she's off on her own, you know, path? And if that's the case, are we maybe not going to see her in this, but we see her in in a live action shows? I think mm. that they'd like to do that more, possibly. Yeah. That could be mm -hmm. dangerous, though, because now we're entering into, like, overwriting the Ahsoka novel territory. I was going to ask about that. The E.K. Johnston book, right? Yeah. Well, they've already, they're already doing it. Right. Already, they already, they already <laughs> did kind of mess, mess with it a little bit. True. You uh, said it before. The, the stories that get, like, released is just accept, like, what you think is, like, your favorite part of it. That's, like, the, the biggest deal. Right. And, like, there, there's always going to be, like, differences. And, and as always, there's always truth in legends. I'm just gonna end it with that, even though that wasn't a legend. <laughs> right. And I think I mean I even think canon is kind of somewhat liquid and that it can that it can change shape depending on the perspective, like from a certain point of view. Like depending on the perspective of the person, you know, it could be a very different story that somebody just decides to not include a certain part or change it. It's marketing. It's like it's like it's the same truth, but there's just a different um sort of frosting on it. And so you know, I, I hope at least that we see, um, I hope we see Rex leave Ahsoka for the purpose of allowing Ahsoka to figure out what happened to the Jedi. Because if Ahsoka jumps straight into another war against the Empire, um, it's kind of like, it's a little bit self-serving to fans of the Clone Wars. I would rather see Ahsoka start down a journey of figuring out what happened with the order, you know, what made her jaded in the Mandalorian. Like, I want to learn more about mm -hmm. that, um, mm -hmm. you know, because we see her in rebels and she's very much a solo force user. And so like, does she commune with Obi-Wan? Does she know that Obi-Wan is alive? Like, does she find boss? Like, what are we looking at with that? And, and the more that you tie her into the bad, bad story, the more it's just like, 
okay, well, you're just trying to sell more Ahsoka merch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I even think, like, oh, go ahead, Dodge. Sorry. No, well, I was going to say, like, I, I feel bad for the Bad Batch because even in this first season, like, I feel like, I don't know, we're so focused on the whole, like, clone to Stormtrooper idea that's going on that I have, I don't know why, but, like, I just feel like the Bad Batch, like, isn't the focus of it, if that makes sense. And I'm scared to invite more, you know, love characters that we love into the story because I want to see how the Bad Batch, why the Bad Batch is important in this, if that makes sense, other than just being there, you know? And so as much as I would love to have Ahsoka in it, I don't know. I think no, I, I think I, I really just want like to see more Bad Batch, you know. I, I guess I got caught up in, in thinking about all the connections. That's a good point. Like, why mm-hmm. why are we following the Bad Batch? Why are the Bad yeah. Batch important mm-hmm. as opposed to just, like, being here when this period. happens? Being here when yeah. this happens. And it's like, oh, uh-oh. You know, you know mm-hmm. that's a good point. Hmm. That is a really good point. I was even, I mean... <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna keep talking about Ahsoka, but now I feel like sorry. I, 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 no, I we're past, we're past Ahsoka. No, that's okay. good. I, I'd rather focus on the Bad Batch. Anyways. She's getting her own show. Yeah, I think Let that like that. all the cameos that were made within like this season so far were done with purpose, and it wasn't overdone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that each person that we saw will eventually come to light again. Like we'll see Saw again, obviously. Um, see we'll Saw see again. Fennec and Cad Bane again, and we'll Roland Durand. I don't know if we'll see like I'll Hera again, like within this series, but maybe I will probably mm-hmm. see Roland Norand again because, like, <laughs> I don't know, he was a minor enough of a he's guy. There. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. There. He's, we'll he's see the pipes. What's again. his name? Roland Durand. Roland Durand. Roland in the deep. Durand. He's the he was, um, the Devaronian. The little ruby animal. Oh uh, yeah. Took over Sids and this Crime is Lord guy. I, I can tell he made a big p- impact on you and you're dying to see him in season two. Exactly. So, like, that would have been a good trivia question. Name three minor side characters. Roland Duran. There you go. Yeah, what are Bolo and Ketch doing? Like, they we haven't seen them since they stole Ruby from Roll. Yeah, we totally ditched Sid, too. Everybody was like... Yeah. If, if you look Sid at like all the past what discussions, we're like, oh yeah, Sid's done for. She's dead, or like whatever. And that she's it looks like she's just like dropped. Sid. And then like, I like Sid. Just, like, she's oh, she dropped off like Gregor with like Sid. She wasn't happy. Like, what was that conversation? Like, hey, look, what? you know, you what? get Rhea Perlman, you keep Rhea Perlman. You don't get Rhea. <laughs> oh yeah. So they need to bring her back. You know what? Absolutely sent me in the finale. Um. So they they decide to escape the lab by getting launched in like the, the tubes, which was really cool and really interesting. Um, and they all have to double up, but except Wrecker, obviously, cause he's huge. And then and Omega's by herself. Also which Omega. I was weird. thinking that I was like, I don't why know why. They well, they had to. Well, then obviously, you put Hunter and, and Crosshair together. Light, they're, they're having but... a moment. They're being tense. But then, like, Tech and Echo, <laughs> same too. So, okay. So... They, wait, no, no. They just appear in the background, and there's just the fire and the brimstone behind them, and they're both just sitting there, like, boop. <laughs> Practically speaking, <laughs> they, needed in, or they needed Omega to be alone in the pod when she's, like, sinking to the bottom. That's right. obviously the story reason. Yeah. But I but guess. So, logistically, like. Tech, Tech literally well, says the buoyancy should be like enough as long as well, the weight is it. properly distributed. He says like, "Oh, let's we got to even out the buoyancy." So nobody, nobody weighs the same as Omega, so Omega needs weird. to be alone. It yeah, was a, it was a good it was idea, quite the plan. Weird, weird, weird idea. He's very finding so Nemo of AZ. Yeah, 
<laughs> I saw that on Twitter. I, yeah, that made me laugh so much. <laughs> now what? It's too quick. Oh, the gosh. get along shirt with um, Crosser and Hunter. <laughs> <Hunter. laughs> oh. <laughs> That's all that. Oh gosh. Well, I guess uh, I have a pretty simple question of the week. Oh boy. Just what was your what was your favorite moment of season one? Um, you can start with Dodge, I suppose, if you want, or um, Michael. Whoever's ready. Okay, give me a minute. Okay, yeah, give me a minute. We'll start with Jamie. I even need a minute. Too. Uh, I'll throw it out there. Um, text saying I understand you, but I don't doesn't necessarily mean oh. I agree with you. Yeah. is one of Ooh, my new all time favorite like Star Wars quotes like of all time, as I say all time like twenty times. Uh, but. That was huge. Good one. I like that. That was a powerful moment. I also think, um, just like moment wise, I loved the cafeteria food fight scene. That everything about that, <laughs> that was probably like my favorite like moment like of the series. Mine's not necessarily like a moment, but I just love Cut Locaine, and I just love Cut teaching Hunter how to be a dad and whatnot in those moments. Yeah. And I don't know. I, that was early on, but and the way just, he treats. Sucks. Omega Six when me. she's in trouble and they're like all scolding her and he like yeah and he's like, and like it's okay guys mm -hmm. i love that that is what about you matt or well, I, I kind of you know i answered when the music swells and the bad batch comes back together right right droids. um mm -hmm. yeah and i, I don't want to i don't want to say anything else because i don't want to steal anybody else's uh favorite moment so i guess i'll go last even though i've already said mine i'll say another one i i liked um the battle on the defunct destroyer where crosshair gets burned but that whole sequence of them the standoff the uh the turrets firing again the engine like blast them blowing that ring off like that whole sequence was probably one of my favorite parts yeah mm -hmm. yeah Braca. wonderful around you guys literally got so many good ones now i'm like i don't even know anymore um I don't know. I I love seeing this is not a, a specific part, but I love seeing Omega become more of the team and like being able to fight with them more. But I specifically love um, when they're rescuing Gregor and they're like flying off the cliff and stuff like that, and Omega's driving and like Tech is like that was sufficient. I'll take over that now. Like I just <laughs> I love that I love that scene because it's kind of like how she's slowly becoming more of the team and like helping out in different ways that is actually helpful. And it was kind of just like, I think in that scene alone, I was like, okay, this, maybe this is what season two is going to be about of them like rescuing people. Um, but also like the whole like Hunter falling and like the background and stuff. I don't know. I just really like that scene itself. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was that's good. that entire like sequence is like cinematically like incredible. Like everything mm -hmm. on Zaro was just like so stunning and so beautiful, and that scene is just so intense and mm -hmm. really really good. I yeah. think I'm crazy. I didn't choose. <laughs> I'm gonna say Hera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any, anything with Hera and Omega, it was like my I don't know, but I I, I love Cut too, so I'll stick with Cut. But everything with Hera and Omega was so good. Hera's um, French accent. That's what I'll say. It's yeah. my favorite moment. And her just her walking onto the Marauder and being like, oh, you know, I'd love to live on a ship one day. And it's like, oof. Do you think we're going to see her again in the Bad Batch? I don't know. Probably not. There's a light chance, but Maybe. probably not. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. well, I, liked, I mean, I liked her in season one. Um, but I just don't see where else she could go. Mm -hmm. you know, she's got that. Um, Is Hauser still on Ryloth? 
No, he's probably mm-hmm. locked away in some random prison. Okay. Like, <sighs> he's gotten like, her reassurance you... as a pilot, so... Will there be a moment in season two where they find the prison that they lock all the clones in and we go in there and it's just like a greatest hits album of our favorite clone troopers all in all in you know holding cells <laughs> is yep. that i mean that just makes it so that'd evil. be so cool though i feel like that. that could happen because like dogma, the empire no there. one's gonna like come and like attack <laughs> release Bring these dogma. guys is dogma still alive i think has he been locked up for like the entire like back half of the war is hawk still alive <laughs> <laughs> Like, bring back dog yeah, season I'm, two that's my prediction i'm really <laughs> curious and i'm curious about this cody thing because cody's been bouncing around for a mm-hmm. long time there's been a yeah. lot of rumors about cody in a lot of different series and we have to see that closure and i wonder if they hold it for something like kenobi although yeah. i kind of don't imagine they they would but it would be the fan in me really wants them to. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And mm-hmm. I wonder if we don't see him in the Bad Batch because of that, which would be. I hope that they do. Um, for this whole moment, like uh, like Dodge mentioned earlier, like a fan who's just seen the movies, like the clones, like aren't much, but but Cody is like the clone that you see mm-hmm. in the movies. Yeah. So like, I feel like they it'd have be to important use him for him to one, eventually show up. At least mm-hmm. they have to use him in either Kenobi or Bad Batch. You can't. Yeah. If I not feel both. like we can't go both shows without him at least showing up in one. Mm-hmm. What would be more powerful? Sorry, Dodge. Uh, what would be more powerful? Like Cody and Rex facing off? I, I'm assuming Cody would say bad, but like Cody and Rex's relationship or Cody and Kenobi? I I, I, mean, always I know he was the idea that Cody was going after Kenobi like his white whale. I always yeah. liked that idea. And I, I wish mm-hmm. I want to see that if that ends up, you know, being the case. I don't know. Makes me sad seeing if uh, well, I love that idea, but also Rex and Cody fighting over it would yeah. be like I'm, I'm emotional, just, heartbreaking. Yeah, I'm just like spacing yeah. out right now, just thinking of that because I'm like, what if, what if Rex is the broken man he is in Rebels because he had to kill Cody? <laughs> Why would you bring that up? Because I thought of Nobody it. Why would you do that? this? I want to and. <sighs> Well, let's all take a moment. Actually, you know what my favorite yeah. moment was in the Bad Batch was the fact that their <laughs> ship is named the Havoc Marauder, and I can't get enough of that. Oh, go my off, God. Go like, off the Lego. Well, oh yeah, did you finish it? I'm terrified every ch- every time she grabs it. Enough of this. Like, like I, I, beautiful. I, 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 I'm so happy that it exists, and I'm so happy that it survived the season because we bought the razor. That is true. Like, like, before the razor crest blew up and i was yeah. so worried that this was- hey you have season two yeah better hold on tight yeah uh- <laughs> you know, one, one thing i forgot to mention my favorite moment of season one is definitely when echo gets his extendo arm that was just so oh, yeah. exciting mm-hmm. go go gadget uh, and I'm so i just can't wait to see more of his extendo arm that was totally uh totally a thing yeah that yep. exists in the character the what? figures <laughs> Okay, so I guess to jump off that, one quick hope for season two. What do you guys? One quick hope. What do you think? One quick hope. One quick hope. I'll say before anybody else says, "Clone Rebellion." There it is. All of us. That's good. It's good stuff. That's good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Clone Rebellion season two. Let's go. Let's do. uh, I want so much. I just no one, no Bad Batch member to die. Still, like, wow. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I don't want any of them. Made it through season one, but. 
Echo to have more lines or something? Hey, Literally. Me, I, was just, I was just gonna say, Echo to like have like more of an impact slash Echo talking to Rex about fives to yeah. that up just to seal that away and Seriously. so we have that closure. Please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what? I want to see Alderaan. I'm back. I'm back to Alderaan. Ooh. I want to see Alderaan. That'd okay. be cool. Bail Organa. Let's let's bring him back. Let's see Alderaan. It's chill. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, I would say I want to see more of who Omega is in terms of why um, people want her. Because we kind of like yeah. that was like the big thing of season one, and then we kind of just never talked about it again. And I'm like, okay, well now I need to know. So yeah. I don't know. I kind of just want her to be like a normal clone, but everyone's like, she has to be something more. So I'm like, okay, let's just like clear the air there. Yeah, yeah that is kind of a loose end. Yeah, makes mm -hmm. you obviously similar to all the other clones, but she can yeah. still be no one because that again is mm -hmm. also a huge theme in Star Wars. Yeah, uh, nobody can be somebody. And I think that Omega can do that. That can be taken two two different ways. One is the antithesis of Star Wars, and one is the thesis of Star Wars. That mm -hmm. nobody can be anybody. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm like the words just like jumbled in my head, like as you said that, <laughs> and I'm like, who? Fancy talking, <laughs> Matt. What? Huh? Um. Right. Okay. Um. That's that's the Bad Batch chat. Guys. Yeah, um, we were so serious today, guys. We weren't even that yeah, chaotic. It was, it was supposed to go off the rails. Sorry, we, did too, we, we, we did too, too good of a job. We're very <laughs> sad. Yeah, Dodge is just too serious. It's over. What it it's, is. It's, it's I'm hard. sorry. It, no, it's hard when you're when you're on video because you, you don't. It'll mute everybody when you start talking. So I never want to just like go wild when we're doing these video chats because I just am probably steamrolling people as I'm, as I'm <laughs> that's, that's, it's all right if you do it's fine <laughs> but. we should do like a late we should do a late night episode soon oh my gosh how late night for you guys because that's super late night for us well I'll no I mean late night like Sorry. Yeah, we'll do 7 p.m. or something uh Pacific. yeah 7 um, p.m. get lit yeah, that's uh, right when Greg starts his streams I mean that's that's my part-time yeah. job. We'll call it, yeah, I know, we'll call literally. It um, that but that I think is a part-time job. It would be cool to do, because you guys do, you could do a live on your YouTube channel. You could do like a, a big, crazy, fun, rambunctious Q&A slash challenge slash trivia. I'm in for that. That'd be fun. I would I'd I'd love to do that. That would be really cool. I'm making my notes. Oh, rolling around. <laughs> I just noticed that. Anyway. Thank you, uh, God. Yeah, he's been rolling around since like a while ago. But <laughs> you notice that you're not watching the video, but whatever. I've been slow today. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to consume my. It's like it's one here for us, and it's like we're super it's early for these guys, right. Kenda. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, thank you, Dodge. Thank you for coming on our show today, and thank you, Michael. Thank you both so much for coming on to the Holland Runners podcast again. Thank you for having us. Oh my thank gosh. Thank you for having oh, Someone's you're, by outside. while somebody's driving by outside, I'll say you're quickly becoming like kind of the gathering point of every um, smaller Star Wars creator who likes to make content. I love Everybody you guys. That I see oh. is coming on your guys's channel, so it's cool. It's like your little your little community hub. You're like the library of, of the Star Wars community universe. You know everything. <laughs> you have all the answers. You're pretty structured, but it's still pretty structured. Yeah. You know every time. <laughs> it's true. You guys, you guys are really like. You know a lot, 
and you're also a lot of fun, which is kind of like hard to find. And that's exactly that's exactly what we're trying to do. So thank you. It, that, you can tell. So I love it. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna. No, we're all gonna go cry. <laughs> we're getting too big, too big heads. Can't <laughs> Gotta let the air out a little bit. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Holland Runners podcast. We're all here holding our favorite things. At least Matt and I are. AJ, I don't know what he's doing. So mug. there you oh, go. Chocolate. Oh, very nice. There you Yay. go. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Holland Marauders podcast. You can find Holland Marauders everywhere at Holland Marauders. And thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.